Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. And today we're discussing one of the all-time great episodes, Reunion. After a beam of energy threatens Jack's future, we're off to Whitehaven for Liz's high school reunion. Lovable Liz learns her true identity as school scourge, and Jack adopts a new identity as the enigmatic school stud. In other plot points, Kenneth disrupts the natural hierarchy of 30 Rock, engaging the crazy cortex that compromises most of Jenna and Tracy's brains. And Rob Sussman just needs to dance. So, let's freshen our buckets of pig's blood and dive right in. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers! We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Trey, why are you in your angry chair? Because Kenneth got a bigger laugh in the elevator than me today. And what were you two? Your job is to protect me from embarrassment. Grizz had to go to the optometrist. Making up words won't save you. Okay, we're getting in an elevator with Kenneth, and you're going to laugh at my jokes. It's better than the show, I'm telling you. <laughs> better than the it's show. like Homeland's great, but it's not as good as that previously on Homeland. That shit is great. <laughs> or all the shows that are like, Guess what just happened? Guess what's coming up? Guess what's going to happen? You're like, how much actual minutes of content are in this show? Like four? Yeah. Did you see him and Nick fight? Did you see him and Nick fight? Because they're going to fight. They fought. And they're fighting again. Oh, 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 Terrible. Well, Nick, this is one of my favorite episodes of all time. One of the undisputed greats. It is the, first of all, the pacing is amazing. The joke density is superb. All the plot points hit. The jokes are great. The delivery of the jokes are gold. It is, this is like... Not to spoil things, but this is a hundred gemstone episode. <gasps> oh! I will have to see. What, we'll, see we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the true answer is. <laughs> so the episode opens. Liz is walking by Kenneth's desk, and he's reading her some hilarious messages, all of which I could see coming to my way. <laughs> this does feel like just an expose on Julie. It kind of is. <laughs> two episodes in a row. It's all. It's all about you, Bill. The company running the bike tour in South Carolina says no singles. Uh, your credit card called. They want to make sure you're the one buying cream soda in bulk. She sure is. And your landlord it's the toilet. It's not the toilet. It's you. That's his opinion. And right off the jump, and I feel like at the end of this episode, we should do some senior superlatives because it's high school of like greatest delivery, funniest line, things of that nature. But we start right off the rip with that's his opinion. That fucking pause, <laughs> that hesitation, genius. Where's your Emmy for that scene alone? They get an Emmy for this episode. Do they? Yeah. Well, then great. I'm glad she got it. She deserved it. Amazing. <laughs> she personally didn't, but the episode does. No, there should have been a seven award show just for 30 Rock. Because it deserves it. <laughs> It deserves all the sound. They need best ensemble. Best ensemble. Best ensemble, yeah. Well, Gene from your high school committee called and wants to know if you're coming to the reunion this weekend. No. (laughs) He's not into it, 100%. And then we get a deep dive into everyone else's reunion. So Kenneth was the only Caucasian in an all-black school, which was fascinating. And we learned that I guess he is heterosexual, which I feel like has been questionable up until now, just because of his basic demeanor, actions, and attire. Even though what about the way he licked Suri? Yeah, I mean, I guess I just know that Kenneth, the actor, um, Jack McBrayer, is gay, so that just translates to it. Did yeah, you know? 
Wow. It's like someone on Drag Race being gay. Joey J is gay. What? <laughs> so he is his sexual tension with this woman named Taniqua, which was delightful. Um, Tracy went back to prove that he amounted to something and starts screaming, and it turns out nuns, who are the teachers slash school administration of an all-deaf school for girls. Tracy's crying, and he's like, you said I never amount to anything. Look at me now. Look at this necklace. <laughs> and then the very kind nun is like, sir, this is a school for deaf girls. <laughs> And Jenna would have gone to a reunion, but the boat she was educated on sank. I know that you have contentious feelings towards Jenna, but you have to admit, all her lines in this are fucking gold. She's got like three lines in the whole episode. And all of them are gold, Julie. <laughs> Did you ever know that you're my, my hero? She's so close to people that you know that they can feel their her breath in their breath, and I do not like that. I fucking love that. <laughs> I agree to disagree. Someone's close enough to you that you can taste their breath and you're not going to make out with them? Blah. In person, yeah, this is a TV show. And in a TV show, I very much enjoy that. So you're the only one who can do a French accent? <laughs> it's not a French accent, but you're like Jenna's brother or something with that. I'm her number one. I mean, I'm one of her many sons. as Well, well her one son that we'll find out about later. So, uh, Liz says I wouldn't have any fun so having to go in the office and to try and take Kathy's picture and they're shaking keys like you do with a baby or a dog. <laughs> trying to get her to smile for the picture. And she's holding an etch sketch that says Kathy CEO on it. <laughs> With the stuffed unicorn. That, that, that woman is amazing. Marcy she- is fucking amazing. Her ability to just look like the human embodiment of a car crash in the best possible way is phenomenal. It's, it's quiet. It's dignified. Scene. It's a disaster uh, it's, in the procession. It's the tenseness of her skin. I mean, I fully believe her. I, I, I've seen her, as you know, on at least two episodes of SVU yeah. and in work. But I just think if I met her on the street, I would think that she was Kathy. She's just so good at it. Kathy. Over here, Kathy. Over here, Kathy. Her posture, her lack of muscle control, that dead, vacant look in her eyes. So fun. It's so fun. That itchy sweater. You know, that sweater itches. You're making this entirely too real. Do you have a sensory thing? I do. Oh. Who does? Sorry. Nobody likes itchy clothing. (laughs) No, I mean, unless you have like a very specific kink. No, and then like people are like, are you claustrophobic? I'm like, do I want to be in a space that's not meant for me to do anything in? No, I don't. Is that a phobia? I don't think so. Why are you always trying to diagnose me? I don't like itchy clothes. I prefer soft. Is that a thing? I don't know. I prefer food that doesn't make me want to throw up. Is that a thing? Well, the fun thing about you is that fear is just a very short stop on the way to anger and frustration. And so- Fear does <laughs> not have a place in this dojo, does it? No, sensei. <laughs> What were you saying? <laughs> Nothing. You're very calm and super restrained. <laughs> <laughs> so as um, as they're trying to get Kathy's attention, Jack and Jonathan have a little tête-à-tête in which Jonathan wants to do something terrible to Kathy, something bad that would be a secret that bound them together. <laughs> Just the hope in his eyes and the lust in his jeans. Mm. We all need a Jonathan in our life. It should have been you on the cover of the quarterly report, Jack. Will be. 
Kathy's father you... comes out of the coma. Well, will he? <laughs> we'll find out in 30 fucking seconds when um, Kathy is suddenly perhaps the same beam of energy that hit Don Geis also hit her because she's a preternatural sense that something has changed in her father's brainwaves. He's awake. So she goes up to the to the window, much like Jackie Jorp Jump, played by <laughs> played by Jenna, goes up to the window because she feels like it's really natural when she's on all those drugs to keep her awake later and senses something. Then we cut to Don Guys shooting up. He's fully awake. Get me Jack Donaghy. Bam! Open it. Are you fucking kidding me? All of this was in like three minutes. <laughs> It reminded me of uh, Angelo when he would wait at the window and then once, you know, a car pulls in and like mom or dad is home, you know, starts scratching at the window. That's what uh, Kathy Geis reminded me of. Like she felt like dad was coming home. So she's scratching at the window like a dog. Like a fucking dog. <laughs> Angelo was our uh, our childhood dog and he would do that. Absolutely. Well, it does very much work with the plot point of she is a fucking animal. What a great one. Oh, super cute. Kathy, come here. Kathy, come here. Your husband likes sex with men. Jesus. Don't lure her over with sex talk. I'm just, no, I'm letting her know in a soothing voice that her husband likes having sex with men. Hmm. You guys are homophobic and I can't sex anymore. I felt the hate crime coming on. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Tracy gets on the elevator and he says, how come there ain't no Puerto Ricans on Star Trek? They got every race and life form in the galaxy except for Puerto Ricans. What's I don't up with think that? you can say that. I don't think you can say that. Porter, I don't think you can say Puerto Rican. Okay, it isn't funny, Tracy. Sorry, nobody laughed because it wasn't funny. No, it wasn't. And talk about claustrophobia. We are in this very jam-packed elevator. The dude gets off, and what does garner a laugh is Kenneth saying, What, is this the local? Also not well, explain. None of Kenneth's lines are funny. That's what's hilarious, is that everyone laughs at them. So local, like a train that makes a lot of stops, right? Yes, the express or local. Like we're stopping yeah, a lot. I don't live in a. We city. don't have high speed trains in the city of Cincinnati. <laughs> We've got a fucking streetcar that goes six blocks. From one you don't want to go to another place you don't want to go. Yeah. Exactly. We Although, do have subways carved out underneath the city that are now caving in, and we're all going to die. But there <laughs> any day now, those will be real. Do you remember when they were like, we need to jack up Central Parkway because it's unsafe to drive on? You're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> hey, you know that major bridge that everybody uses to get from Ohio to Kentucky? Also unsafe. Oh, shit. What about that blue bridge? Oh, you can't drive on that either. It's about to crumble. We're down to, what, two bridges now from five? Because uh, the Purple hmm. People Bridge is a people bridge because it can't handle... Cars. We got the Big Mac and the boring silver one. <laughs> well, where's the PPP loan for the PPP bridge? Am I right? I mean, no. Biden's trying to do infrastructure. <laughs> He's got a lot of pushback. Yeah, put that broadband a bridge. <laughs> I want a fucking bridge that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be nice. I mean, it is kind of scary yeah. that three out of the five bridges are unuseful <laughs> in the sound of, of 1.5 million people. <laughs> Hilarious. We got to get Julia a boat just in case. <laughs> well, thankfully, we spent... She's not going to miss class. <laughs> She'll be like Washington crossing the Delaware. <laughs> I have to sing that. Oh, Lydia, oh, Lydia. <laughs> have you met Lydia? Lydia, the touchy lady. 
I'll finish it in my head while you keep talking. <laughs> so, Tracy is very disturbed that Kenneth is garnering all these laughs. So, we focus it on his face, super disarmed, underwhelmed, displeased. And then we cut to Jack and Liz. Boom. They're back in back Liz's office. Liz's office, yes. Geist woke up. Jack kisses Liz on the forehead. And he's like, what's that flavor? It's Dove, age fighting acting What you may not know, is, since you are not an aging woman, is that you never stop getting zits. Ever. Nobody tells you. You just figure, I'm in my 40s now. I'm not going to get zits. Oh, yes, you are. Guess what? They're not going to be satisfying. They'll never pop. They'll just be there and annoy you forever. Ever. Geist is awake. Jack, you're going to be CEO. I was the first yes. person he called. Well, his French Canadian mistress and then me. <laughs> One of many families that Don Guys has. We'll learn about that at his wake or his uh, will reading. Absolute delight. I mean, the peacock. <laughs> right? Yeah, Argus. Uh-huh. Argus. I'm sorry. I just was very focused on the last part of what you said. <laughs> You are dream a little dream of it. So they're going to meet on the Edison Terrace. Not sure if that's a real thing. Julie, do you know? I don't. I didn't look that up. I, I'm ashamed of myself. I was <laughs> just curious. So they're going to meet on the Edison Terrace, which is a very lovely or terrace, I guess you'd call it. <laughs> and Liz is pumped. Jack is pumped. He got the brass ring and he couldn't have done it without his lucky coin. Another great line, like, these Mr. X usually are so fucking annoying where it's just like, Julie's face is... It is just, it's it's on the uh, roof of Rockefeller Center. It's real! Lunch atop a skyscraper. I'm ashamed of myself. I don't know why I didn't kiss Oh, please don't take it to heart. (laughs) But I want you to feel it also. You should feel that you never make this mistake again. That part is so funny. <laughs> She's happy for him, and he's like, well, you've got your reunion this weekend. He's like, I wish I had a Princeton reunion right now. Wipe that smug smile off of Michelle Obama's face. Nobody doesn't like Michelle Obama. I know. Zero people. Strong Zero stance. people. And she went to Princeton. He picked on the wrong person. She is beloved. She's like, am I the only person around here who doesn't like reunions? Do you guys like, have you been to your reunions? I just went to my first one. My 10-year high school reunion was um, the – well, so this was the last year. It was the fall of 2019, and then 2020 happened. So it feels like it was just months ago, but it was, in fact, a year plus ago. I loved it because I was the mentally – like, mental illness adult person who never got to fully grow on his own – Went through puberty like a week before I graduated and just was this tiny, awkward thing with a lot of limbs. And I got to come back. It's like, hey, I drink a lot of alcohol now. Let's party. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a fucking blast. I super enjoyed that. And I wasn't out, obviously, because I wasn't doing anything with anyone because I was just so depressed and wore my like gayest suit and just was like, here I am. What defines a gay suit? Just like fashionable, but tight fitting. I know, I do see, and even not gay guys, like, you know, I'm a little so obsessed with the Marvel Universe guys. They're wearing, like, button-down shirts that have no give to them. Really tight. And it looks great when they're standing up and then they sit down. I think that's got to be a little uncomfortable. 
Uh, what about you, Julie? Well, that's why this episode is my life. I, too, was a nerd. Unlike Liz, I was heavy and very tall. And I went to my tenure. It took every ounce of my being to get myself to go there and face all of these people. And within five minutes, turns out I was a total bitch in high school. I owed everyone an apology. They were like, you were such a bitch. I'm like, really? I'm like, that's not my memory at all. But I totally believe you. I'm like, I was in a world of pain. And I'm sure I just lashed out. But honestly, I felt like a misfit who people just used. And I let them. They're like, well, you were a real bitch. I'm like, okay. Sorry. I said, I'm really sorry. I don't have any memory. I, I, I totally believe you. I'm really sorry. Hour later, girls circle back around and just be like, I mean, I don't know if you realize, but you really were a bitch. I'm like, Jeez, so I've already apologized twice. Do <laughs> you want me to vlog myself or what, what should yeah, I do? Did now? you bring the bucket of blood? Should we just skip to that part? <laughs> it was exactly that. Like, we're not letting it go. We don't care. I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to go home. So I'm like, Liz, I just left in tears. Like, well, Aww. I guess the rest of the place is going to be just as shitty as high school. <laughs> Jesus. It's fine. We've all made it. High school sucks. It does. Maybe not for everyone. Not for Jack. Probably not for Jenna. Oh, probably for Jenna. Tracy probably didn't go to high school. No. Well, he didn't go to the no right high school. <laughs> <laughs> and not for Kelsey Winthrop. Liz just wanted to be left alone, but every high school has people like Kelsey Winthrop. And then we flash back to her just looking through the telescope, and Kelsey, her, yes, her hair is absolutely insane. Oh my God. It is shiny, shiny, shiny. <laughs> Side swept, perfect waves. God. This is Kelsey, Kelsey, by the way. Yeah. And Liz was just perm, perm, perm. Yeah. Perm, 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 perm. <laughs> um, and so Kelsey. Kelsey and oh Kelsey. oh Kelsey, Kelsey and Liz's memory comes to her and is like, "Hey Liz, how's the telescope? Super mean." Like, <laughs> so the only people, which is true, who go to reunions typically are the popular people and their friends. The cool, pretty crowd. Well, that's you now, Lemon. You run a hit TV show. You have an you have impressive friends. You have found a hairstyle that works for you, so long as it's not too humid. Awesome. <laughs> And Jack, when he was reading the line, you have very impressive friends, did everything but to take two thumbs and point them directly to himself. And you're telling me that you don't have the confidence to face a bunch of whittling, jug-blowing eye-up monkeys? Jack, it's a suburb of Philadelphia. Also, excellent delivery. Excellent line. Excellent. Lemon, you will go and show Kelsey Winthrop that the ugly duckling has turned into a vaguely ethnic swan. <laughs> Oh my gosh, there's a couple lines coming up in this episode that I have forgotten that I use constantly. I'm like, that's from this episode too? <laughs> have I ever had an original thought? So she oh, said she's not going to go. She can't get a rental car anyway. He's like, take the GE jet. The CEO insists. Mm. Like, I don't know. He's like, they have popcorn on the plane. She says, I want you to go to there. And a funny thing about this line is that it was initially conceived by her daughter. I'm the researcher that has written the uh notes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go Too ahead. late. Go ahead. Now we can cut something out. No, it'll stay in as well as this fight. Jack <laughs> <laughs> goes on the roof, which we found out is real, to meet Don, who's in a wheelchair. Don Geis. It's like, Mr. Geis, it's so good to see you up and about, sir. He's in a wheelchair. He's still up and about. He's not in a coma. 
I mean, that's fair. You're right. Yes, Jackie boy, I think you know why you're here. Congratulations. You're the first to know officially I'm staying a CEO. So rude. Disrespectful. Jack's fuddled. What? I'm sorry. What did you say? Don reasonably explains a beam of energy came and spoke to me during my coma. <laughs> and we don't know what the beam of energy was. It could have been an alien. Could have been God. Could have been an unborn Aztec king. But it told Don Geist that his work here is not yet done. To which Jack responds, oh no, it is done. It is, I think it's very done. I think, I think you're finished. So Don Geist tries to comfort him by saying, you're still my choice to take over when I die, if that ever happens. So disheartening. Has a beam of energy ever talked to you, Julie? <laughs> not to my knowledge, how about you? I was electrocuted once. And no. <laughs> Maybe if you're if you had your own angry chair, like Tracy go. does, you would be better. I do love that they walk in and he's sitting in like a timeout in a tiny little red chair. They're like Tracy, what are you doing in your angry chair? And reasonably, Kenneth he says because Kenneth got a bigger laugh in the elevator than me today. And where were you two? Your job is to protect me from embarrassment. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. I saw Jay Farrow on that Eating Hot Wings show, and he does every impression. He's so good at Tracy Morgan. Oh, <laughs> if only I practiced. So then they're like, Chris had to go to the optometrist. Making up words won't save you. <laughs> so this is, I'm going to I'm gonna submit this in addition to, that's his opinion, as superlative for best delivery. This was so fucking funny. Anyway, so Grizzle.com are tasked with going on the elevator to ensure that Tracy gets the laughs he deserves. So Jack finds Liz in the hallway and he's like, hey, I'm so glad I found you. There's been a change of plans. Guys is saying his CEO. A beam of energy told him to. That's fun, right? So instead of ruining everything, he's going back to his old job. So he's in the standards department who is telling him that Liz can only say cat anus twice during the show. But he's going to fight for her. You can say it three times. Cat anus, cat anus, cat anus. She's like, are you okay? I have to be. What are my other options? Cry, wallow. If I do that, Geist and the beam win. <laughs> if, if I control I... the feelings, I win. Jeez, Jack, tough year. First William F. Buckley dies, and now this. Next so stop, impotence, right? <laughs> I didn't look up William F. Buckley. He's, in... he's a conservative author, essentially. He founded the National Review. People hate him deservedly. So, so Jack Liz is offended, but he overrides his feelings, and you can see it happening. So since we don't have the jet, I guess I can't go. He's like, nope, you're still going to the reunion. Nothing changes. I rented a jet. I'll drop you off on my way to Miami. Why is he going to Miami? Why does anyone go to Miami? Ass! And the burgeoning art scene. <laughs> What are you doing here? I'm getting drunk. Lemon, would you buy my mulch? I don't know, Jack. I just found out that I was a jerk in high school. Yeah, turns out I'm not the lovable nerd. I was the bully you hate. This is mostly spit. Hello, Elizabeth. It's Rob Sussman. Still think I'm gayer than the volleyball scene in Top Gun? No, we, we were friends. No, I just said that stuff to try to make it okay for you to come out. Come out of what? I'd like you to meet my wife with whom I've raised three beautiful dogs. Oh, boy. I cannot deal right now. I'm so mad, all I can do is dance. 
And then we cut to Liz looking like this watered-down, drowned poodle, and Zach <laughs> looking the same. And snow everywhere. There was a massive storm. And Liz is like, I'm sorry you got stuck in Whitehaven. And then we relive some of the things that happened during the rough landing. The plane's going down, it looks like. Would you like to take this part? You may be Liz. Go. All right. One time I laughed at a blind guy eating spaghetti. Sometimes I pee in the shower if I'm really tired. Not me. I saw my grandparents making love once and I didn't leave right away. Jack is off in his own world. He's like, he didn't give it to me. Now, those are ways that Liz and I differ, by the way. So, Jack doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know where he is. It's not Miami, says Liz, but you can still blow off steam. We have a lovely N.C. Wyeth Museum. Who was which... an American artist and illustrator, <laughs> and he did Treasure Island, so suck it, Nick. <laughs> um, we do learn that some meth addicts burned the place down last August, but there are some excellent restaurants on Cabot Street. Would you like to hear some of the names? We've got the White Haven <laughs> Diner, Powerhouse Eatery, Renee's Cold Cut Hut, Antonio's Pizza. Amazing food. Will not be the last time there. Um, wait, there was another good one. Sitco's Farmhouse, Charlie Weaver's, Plush Hut Food, ew, Weasel's Picks and Packs, all those places are available. Well, they were. Ever since the Vietnamese immigrants took over, now there's Song Long Restaurant, Pho Lang Thang, and Saigon Subs and Rolls. That's a hate crime, and that's not true about Whitehaven either. The no, these are all restaurants in Cincinnati. I know. The five largest ethnic groups in Pennsylvania are white non-Hispanic at 75%, black or African-American at 10%, white Hispanic at 4.1%, Asian 3.51%, and other Hispanic at 2.23%. We get it. You do research. He wouldn't recommend going to Hanoi until after dark unless you're wearing a condong. Do you know what that is? Great. I would I'll like show. you to tell me. I'll show you. It's a traditional hat. Can oh, you see it's pretty. It? Yeah. Can we just stop for a second and say that I love that actor? He's so good in this he's part. Really and he's great when yeah. he comes back on another episode. He's on the episode where she and Carol break up on the plane. Oh, is he? What does he do there? Stewart's on that oh, episode. Sure, 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 sure. He's just funny. The guy is just funny. He's also in um, Morning Glory. Did you ever watch that with Rachel no, McAdams? It was with Rachel McAdams. <laughs> she gets her glory in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> She's also in Set It Up, which one is one of my favorite rom-coms. You got, I don't know that one either. You got Set Lucy Liu. You got Lucy Liu. You got Tay Diggs. You've got two other people. It's amazing. Sounds like a it's on winner. Netflix. On Netflix. <laughs> so Jack just wants to go to the bar. He's like, there's no bars here, sir. We've been in Dry County since 1880. Not true. They're not. <laughs> Factually incorrect. It's the one tradition that remains. But do you like Methodist churches full of Vietnamese? Jack's not into it. We cut back to New York City. Kenneth and Tracy are once again in the elevator. Kenneth now has Grizzin.com. Well, Tracy does, but it turns out they're more into what Kenneth is saying. So Tracy lifts up his shirt, smacks it, and says, a ghetto mating call. To hey, elevator, what's this? A, a ghetto, ghetto mating, mating call. I, I believe I said it exactly You gave the like punchline, but no joke. No setup. Hey, elevator is a setup? Hey, elevator, what's this? Smack on the belly. I don't feel like that helps. Emma agrees. I think we got it now, guys. <laughs> so, 
I'm too offended. <laughs> so Grizzin.com laughed. No one else does. Then two doublement twins come in wearing the same fucking shirt. And Kenneth says, well, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> then someone touches him and he's like, jeez, buy a guy a drink for us. Laughter, 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 laughter. This place is bigger than my apartment. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Now we go back to Whitehaven. Liz goes into the reunion and people's mouths are open. They are aghast that she's there. What is that song playing? That dun, 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 You dun. are an obsession. Oh. You're my obsession. Who do you want me to be to make you sleep with me? You are an obsession. That's all. <laughs> oh boy, Nick is dancing now. This is why it has to be on YouTube. So Liz sidles up to the bar and she's like, a Manhattan, please. And he's like, what kind of bourbon? She's like, a white wine spritzer, please. <laughs> and she sees Kelsey Winthrop. So Jack is still with the hotel clerk who is trying to explain how he can obtain alcohol. To do so, he has to go straight down Young Gen Diem Boulevard until you see a sign that says detour. Ignore that. It's a trap. Then you want to go on Route 9 going west about 30 miles. Jack figures out the reunion as a bar. Mm. I wonder what's going to happen, Julie. <laughs> I don't. I've watched the episode. So Liz sees Kelsey and she's like, Kelsey, it's Liz Lemon. Oh my, oh my God. God. And then she's like looking herself up and down. Yeah, surprising. But the coon and then flat, 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 butterfly. <laughs> she's like, wow, I did not think you would come. Well, I almost didn't. I was in Manhattan working in the fast lane. So then Kelsey says, you made life a living hell for everyone here. You would have to come to the reunion and make us go through this all again. Then we learn the true story of the telescope bit. Liz is there. Kelsey comes up and is like, hi, Liz. How's the telescope? To which Liz says, I don't know, Kelsey. How's your mom's pill addiction? <laughs> so Kelsey, we know, is played by Robin Lively, Blake Lively's half-sister, best known to me as Karate Kid 3. Nice. Fabulous, fabulous acting. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? I was a nerd. You were a bully, Liz. We were all afraid of you. We called you the Whitehaven Witch. I love that, though. I would love to be the Whitehaven Witch. Who's about to walk by but Diana Neal from Law and Order. Order. <laughs> Law and Order alert. Law and Order alert. <laughs> <laughs> she played Casey Novak in Law and Order, obviously, SVU. And then she comes over just with this ridiculous 80s mom perm. God, so good. And a mole on her, not a Cindy Crawford, it's a little bit too low for a Cindy Crawford. It's on the other lip. And she freaks out and is like, This is a beauty mark. But you thought it would be funny to say that God pooped on me. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> It's like, I didn't think anybody was listening to me. I was a nobody. You were a homecoming queen. Kelsey has had years of therapy. And then her facial tick. Ah. You brought it back, Liz. You happy? So Jack is now in the reunion. And he overhears this dude talking about his mulch business. And Jack says, can I ask you a question? Are you happy? We find out the secrets to happiness. Listen closely. Vote. Good friends, trampoline. I, I don't want a boat or a trampoline. 
Yeah. Well, you'll never be happy, Julie. So he. (laughs) (laughs) No. So Liz walks up to Jack and is like, "What? What are you doing here?" Um, and he doesn't super know, but Liz knows that she was the jerk in high school. She's not the lovable nerd. She was the bully you hate. She realizes her drink is mostly spit. (laughs) Up walks a tall drink of water. Who says, hello, Elizabeth, it's Rob Sussman. I don't think it's a drink of the water so much as like a tall, skinny margarita. Still think I'm gayer than the volleyball scene in Top Gun, which is super gay. (laughs) Like, no, we we were friends. No, I just said that stuff to try and make it okay for you to come out. He's like, come out of what? I'd like you to be my wife with whom I raised three beautiful dogs. He puts his arm around her shoulder. She looks very uncomfortable. He's like, I cannot deal right now. I am so mad. All I can do is dance. He has a big torch day on the dance floor. Oh, even Rob Sussman hated me. Liz is not convinced. She's like, he was the first gay guy I ever kissed. That was a little bit of, um, we were all rooting for you. <laughs> we were rooting. We were rooting for us. He was the first gay guy she ever kissed. And as the person who's kissed at least three of them, it's nice. I mean, I've kissed many gay guys, so I get it. <laughs> Here comes another bizarre line that I love. Lemon, check this out. I just made it up. These are good Americans. Oh, she says, what's wrong with these people? Nothing. He said, the three Bs, beers, boats, and buds. Doesn't that sound great? And she just says, totally flat. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> okay, so I prefer the three Bs. Be- Wait, give me a second. <laughs> Bears. Beats Battlestar Galactica. I don't want any of those things. Julie, you really need to watch. I have watched Battlestar Galactica. You need to watch The Office. Oh. That was a line from The Office. From there, yeah. Julie sucks. Bam, 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 So, Jack is super existential. It's like, all my life I thought I made good choices, but am I happy? The people of Whitehaven are happy. I envy them. Then, this little pint-sized dude comes up and is like, Larry? Larry Braverman? <laughs> yes, I am Larry Braverman. So that dude's name is Jason Kravitz. The, uh, he was on the Gilmore Girls. He was on the Gilmore Girls. He was on several episodes of Law & Order, SVU, and yeah, he's got a good Law & Order presence. Like, he could show up a lot of times, and I'd believe he was different characters, even though I recognized him from all of his other ones. <laughs> I'm just like, sure. Do you remember the sprinkler and how they had to turn it off on that episode? Do I remember like, the sprinkler? You mean the hot, just wet moment? <laughs> he's blowing up right now. His Instagram, every gay guy I follow on Instagram is like, look at these tree trunks. Look at Milo today. Oh, my I God. Think, did you, I think Phoebe Robinson started it all. She gave him a Thirsty Thursday highlight. <laughs> True. But yeah, I mean, just stepping out in those short shorts, what can you expect? <laughs> Do we know his height? Oh, I would guess small. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, 5'8". It's probably like 5'10". Or like 5'. I don't know. Julie, do you have it? Okay. In my imagination, I'm wanting him to be 6 feet, but I think he's probably 5'8", 5'7". Mm-hmm. He is so dwarfed by both Rory and Dean. I feel like 
Roy was a model. I know, and Dean is very tall, so he's like not. It doesn't have to be impossibly short, but he's definitely not tall. Oh, can we have a moment of silence for Dean? <laughs> oh. I'm gonna stay in Jess and the sprinkler. No wet sweater. Early Dean was the best. So, Larry Braverman, we haven't known and seen you since graduation. Man, you are still like the coolest guy ever. You still got that old Camaro? No, we learn. I finally broke down. Yeah, from having too much sex in it. High fives. <laughs> oh, you bro, that's awesome. Let's go out to the parking lot and do donuts. Just like in the old days. <laughs> so Liz and Jack reconvene, and Liz is like, how the fuck is this working? You're 12 years older than everyone here. We learned something very valuable about the rich. Go for it. Rich 50 is middle class 38, okay? <laughs> She's like, Jack, no, he's not Jack anymore. He's Larry Braverman. It's the one thing Don guys can't take can't take away from me. I almost choked. I almost choked. So. Now, are you going to be leaving the room? Because you're kind of harsh and everybody's buzz around here. <laughs> <laughs> he's so damn cute. She's like, so no, I'm not going to leave. Sure, I said some dumb things in high school, but I've changed. I'm going to turn this thing around, Jack. Show everybody the good person I've become. <laughs> Somebody walks by, they're like, go home, Lemon. Well, not just anybody. No, I'm kidding. I don't have her name. <laughs> She's like, no way, new friend. She's at the point in the reunion when she and I were both still trying to win them over before we realized, why bother? <laughs> so Tracy goes to get reach some solace by dealing with Jenna. He's like, Jenna, we're the most important people here, right? You be Jenna. Okay. Obviously, I'm going to be Jenna. Well, of course, Tracy. We're actors. She's British in my mind. If we didn't exist, how would people know who to vote for? And people around here shouldn't take attention from us, should they? No, never. Attention is says, power. Yeah. What? Well, you were doing your life, so I took your life. Who are you worried about? Is it Allison from Wardrobe's Baby? What is up with that thing? <laughs> First of all, the fact that she says thing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so she can put her feet in her mouth. So can I. Jenna tries to put her foot in her mouth, but she can't, but I can. <laughs> Candy? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, me too. <laughs> She's oh my god. <laughs> no wonder we're friends. Right? <laughs> Emma? <laughs> nice. This is a Let's trio a of foot eaters. Go <laughs> take a bite. Like it's a little hoagie. <laughs> so Tracy's like, it's not the baby, it's Kenneth. Kenneth! She's like, are you crazy? Come on, he knows his place. Thank and he you. worships us. <laughs> Come on, you know we're the big dogs around here. Let's go through a tantrum about the air conditioning. That sounds really nice. So we're back at the reunion. They're like, Lemon, uh. Up comes Janelle uh, from the West Wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Larry. It's Donna. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Jessica. I can't believe you're here. You never answered my letters. Yeah, Jack is fully in his role now and <laughs> just dives into it, melts into it. It's like, I didn't know what to say. Your creative line readings are. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the way we ended, Larry. I'm so sorry. So sorry for what happened. I forgive you, Jessica. <laughs> I forgive really? you, Jessica. I forgive you, Jessica. Even for 
Especially for that. <laughs> Say what you said to me that night. He put Pets' little hand on her face and says, No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're an obsession is playing. So I don't know what was playing earlier. Sorry. So Liz is trying to apologize to Kelsey Winthrop, who's not having it. She's like, it's 20 years, 20 years too late and way too little. And then a really sad high five with her friend. <laughs> they kind of don't like connect and like make that sound. Like, it's like a mom high five. So they're trying to get her to leave. Liz is against it. And she's like, no, I'm new. I'm fine. I don't ruin parties. I get them going. Let's all do the Diane. Yikes. So she starts dancing like Diane, who has a prosthetic limb. Yeah. You're like, what is wrong with you? She's pissed. She's like, Diane, Diane. <laughs> so we're back in the elevator to prove Jenna wrong that Kenneth is trying to take their power. And he's like, someone says, can you hit four, please? He's like, next stop, Kansas City. Ha ha! Not funny. <laughs> like, oh, you are so funny. They should put you on the show. There is anger in Jenna's eyes, like a fucking panther ready to pounce. So she starts looking at everyone and says, did you ever know that you're my hero? And then pivots looking directly in someone's face inches away. And everything I would like to be. Yes. Singing like, in the elevator. It's like a road trip to the sky. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. 99 <laughs> bottles of beer. Everyone joins in. Jenna's furious. Except, Kenna, except for Jenna. Kenna would be there. Dating name. <gasps> It's like, ah! We come from the elevator to Tracy's room. Kenneth is a monster. We have to stop him. Back at the reunion, Don't You Forget About Me is now playing. Don't <laughs> you. Being here with you people has helped me more than you can know. To us. Oh, man, look at us. It's like we were back in high school. You know, it was always my favorite thing. Seven minutes in heaven. Just so Donna like, from the West Wing, Jessica from here, wants Jack <laughs> to get the bottle to land on her. He does, except for this little who bursts in and it's like, hey, what you all doing? They're like, boo! <laughs> so we get to see our personal favorite, Jack, which is 16-year-old girl Jack. So they're in the elevator, and he's like, just to be clear, we're not making out. That would be social suicide. Which is Later to be a line in Mean Girls. Making out with you would be social suicide. Earlier. She's like, like, I even want to be here in this closet at this reunion. It's a nightmare. A nightmare for whom, Lemon? If these jagweeds don't want to get to know the new nice me, then screw them and their rapidly yellowing teeth. <laughs> Whoa. Lemon, you really haven't changed, have you? Excuse me? What happened when I told you guys screwed me over for the CEO job? Did you offer your friend help? Did you offer help as a friend? Or did you just make some joke about me being impotent? I was just, I don't know, cutting the tension. Or as always, you were hiding behind your humor instead of engaging in a real way. Really? I'm the one that's hiding. Defensive really is coming him. out. Badger! LT Horn! There it is. There it is. Right there. Right there. <laughs> when you feel threatened, you attack. That's why you're almost 40 and still alone. At least I'm not 50 alone and sitting on 2,000 business cards for a job I'm never going to get. Ouch. What did you say? Yeah, your bags were delivered to my room by accident. Look what I found. She brandishes the uh, the business cards. You went to a printer, didn't you? You picked out a font. Bit extra for a rush order. It's your happy little secret. Why is she so mean? He's crying and they all see that. <laughs> 
She's awful. She's the gay one. <laughs> so Jenna comes up to Kenneth in a page suit looking outfit and says, here's your lunch, Mr. Parcel. Just the way you like it. Ham sandwich with the works. Hold the bread. <laughs> He's like, but that's my job. So they continue this tête-à-tête. And then Kenneth is super scared, doesn't realize what's happening. Have I said tête-à-tête too much? Maybe. No. And twice. Um, and so Tracy finally breaks down and is like, I don't like when you do jokes in the elevator. That's my job. Kenneth, unaware, is like, I didn't know. I would never do anything to hurt you. You're my best friend. This is it. We're not really best friends. We're just <laughs> good friends. <laughs> that is the line that comes up, I would say, once a month at least. <laughs> It's so good. He's like, I just want you to stop. I will. I will. I'm so sorry, Miss Maroney. And she says, No, keep crying. <laughs> I want you to feel this so you never make this mistake again. It puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Naturally. <laughs> I've never said that to anyone. I've thought it, but. I know. I've said that quite often. <laughs> So now we're back at the reunion for the Superlative Awards. And for traveling the farthest distance, it's Dave Messenger, who's a white guy in a dashiki. Uh-huh. Inappropriate. So they are all gathering around Larry. They're like, Larry, we got this great plan to get back at Liz. We want to feel her in. We're going to carry her, which if you don't know, means drop a bottle, a bucket of pig's blood on her as they pull her up on stage. Yikes. So we've got... Novak from SVU, who's presenting the award, and she's like, come up on stage, Liz. You won Best School Spirit. Liz isn't into it until she learns it comes with a $50 gift certificate to where? Outback. Mm. She wants to go to there. I don't ever remember them repeating a line like that in an episode. Right? Sometimes one show. And it worked. Got in your brain. Yeah. So she's making her way up on stage and all slow motion. Jack's like, wait, we can't do this. We cannot carry Lizzie. Lizzie. <laughs> I'm Lizzie. I'm Lizzie. So Jack comes up and is like, Liz is a great person. Please don't do this. She has a lot to offer. Yeah, she can be a bitch, but she's mostly a great friend. Don't say that, Braverman. <laughs> and then... Donna from West Wing, Jessica in this episode, comes up and it's like, look, Larry, we're all so happy to have you back in our lives, but me especially, because here's your fucking son. <laughs> to which Jack goes up to the microphone and says, I'm not Larry Brave. I repeat, I'm not Larry Brave. <laughs> I'm Liz Lemon's platonic friend, Jack Donaghy. Lemon, come on, let's go. Everyone's like, boo. <laughs> Once and for all, I want to say that I'm sorry. More booing. You know what? Suck it, you whittling IHOP monkeys. Lemon, the jet's waiting. That's right, a jet to New York City. Lemon, out. And the final line of the episode? Braverman! <laughs> all right, so, Julie, let's talk. Well, first of all, let's rate this. Rate this episode. Let me know when you're ready. Ready. Now. Send. Nick it's shot the moon at a hundred. <laughs> Emma gave it a little bit of a low ball at ninety-seven. Julie with the correct score of ninety-eight. <laughs> right. Just a wee bit of room for improvement. <laughs> Fair. Fair. 
Would I fast forward through some of the Kenneth stuff and the uh, Tracy and Jenna stuff? Yes. I just want to go to the reunion. Yeah. But okay. I want to go to there as part of the fiber of my being. <laughs> as we're not best friends. We're just good friends. Okay, so While senior, stopping. Senior superlatives. Which is going to win for best line that you use in your daily life? I want to go to there. Or we're not good friends. We're not best friends. We're just good friends. That one for me. Okay. I think whittling IHOP monkey wins best superlative for best insult. Unless you have a different one. No. Not from this episode. I have plenty of insults. I am Liz Lemon. <laughs> All right. Best delivery, which is, that's his opinion. Making up words will not save you. Which of those? Those are both so good. They're out of nowhere. I think the line itself, making up words won't help you, is so out there. Okay. I never would have come up with that in my entire life, so I'm going to go with that one. What do you think, Em? I agree. And Julie, what are the true keys to happiness, if not boat, trampoline? For me, I think it's peanut butter, bubbly water, and dance class. <laughs> nice. Well, gemstones, this has been an absolute blast, as per usual. For the next couple of weeks, we will be on hiatus, not just an excellent season one episode, but also our current reality. If you missed the Nick, Julie, and Emma extravaganza, please go to our secondary podcast, Takes All Over the Place, found at TakesPod.com, TakesPod on all social media sites. And we're very excited to reunion with you once we return. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. 